Hello, kings and queens. Welcome back to another episode of The Black Point. This is Lena, and today I want to talk about racism in the workplace. Um, My reasoning for this is not only because I just got off work and have been dealing with a lot of racially motivated things at work, um, but also because I feel like this is something that we don't typically get to talk about, and it helps, you know, it helps definitely relieve some of the stress from dealing with certain things at work to talk about it, you know? Um, I'm sure this is something that we all go through if you are working in a corporate setting or in a retail setting or, you know, any type of business that is white owned, um, which typically the bigger corporations are white owned. So if you're fortunate enough to work in a like a black owned establishment or a super diverse establishment that is not only ran by white people, then you are probably fortunate enough to have some sort of backup in place for when you do deal with racial situations. Um, Me, however, I have worked in, for the past almost decade, I've been in Best Buy, and then now I am in a Verizon store. I'm the store manager of a Verizon location. Um, I... uh, I'm going to just get into what's going on right now with me um, in work. So recently I had, okay, um, the beginning of the month, uh, I made a poster board, you know, something very simple. I went and bought like a $1.50 poster board from Walmart. It had gold glitter around the edges. And I bought some Sharpies and literally just wrote Black History Month on the poster board. Taped that up to my window. And every day I would put a different picture of a different person or event from our history that I felt needed to be discussed. Or not even discussed, just needed to be addressed or acknowledged. And so I would put up a different um, picture. And along with that picture, I would kind of put up like a paragraph or two kind of explaining why I put it up and what the significance was with that person or event. Um, The last one I was able to do was uh, when I made my post about Fred Hampton, the fallen leader of the Black Panther Party in Illinois. Um, If you haven't seen the movie Judas and the Black Messiah, definitely, definitely put that at the top of your watch list. It is hard to watch, but it's necessary. Um, And you know, it's a movie. It's, It's, I think, easier than reading a book. Not a lot of people like to read and that's not, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I personally am a reader, but I also like the visual aid. So I like to watch movies too. 
And if you can get, you know, education from a movie just like you would from a book, then I'm all for it. Um, Judas and the Black Messiah was definitely one to watch. Uh, Very informative, very educational, and eye-opening all at the same time. Um, This isn't about that movie, though. I just, you know, wanted to drop that gem real quick. Uh, So the last post I was able to make was about Fred Hampton. He was the last person that I had on my wall at work. Um, I have had multiple issues with my direct manager, um, who is the district manager. So you have managers in every single store. There's about 10 stores in my district. And my manager, my district manager, is basically the manager of all the stores in the district. So... He oversees about eight or nine different managers as well as um, all of our employees. So we run our employees and he basically runs us. So I've had many, many racial situations with this specific manager dating back to shit when I first got my location in Westerville, um, which was not last December, but the December before that. So I would say, actually, we started having issues around June. So about six months after I started my position in Westerville, I started having issues with my direct manager. Um, Little background, I started with Verizon um, when I was still living in California. I had only worked there for three months and I transferred my job, which was, I was so thankful I was able to do, transferred my job to Ohio when I decided that I wanted to move back to Ohio. And after two months, I got promoted to being a store manager. Um, So that's a little background information. So I was a manager for about six months before I started having issues with my district manager. Uh, The issue kind of surrounded around Juneteenth. So in May, I basically let him know. At the time, I had a a part-timer working in my store, and he was a black man. And um, he didn't exactly know about Juneteenth, honestly, and unfortunately. But not everybody knows our history, you know? Not everybody's been fortunate enough to learn it, and if you don't try to learn it on your own you probably aren't taught it unless your family is you know cares enough to teach it to you and if they didn't learn it then you're kind of stuck uh he was a more privileged black man and um you could tell he grew up in a more you could tell he grew up with some money and a lot of times it seems like um the black community that is that has money or that is in a more privileged place, they tend to not really focus on our past. Um, They tend to believe that the past should be left in the past and we should just all move forward. Leo, get down. So, um, yeah, Uh, I worked with him and... It was the end of May, 
and I hit my manager up like, hey, Juneteenth is coming up. Um, I go over a little quick spiel of what Juneteenth is and I let him know that myself and Christian, my employee, we wouldn't be working that day. And I was just letting him know that I was going to be getting somebody from a different store that used to work in my store. I was going to be having him come cover my store just for the day, just so myself and my employee didn't have to come in that day. Because I don't work on Juneteenth. That's a fucking holiday. I don't work on that day. And I hope eventually it becomes a paid holiday, but wishful thinking, you know? So... I let him know that myself and my employee wouldn't be working that day and that I already had figured out who was going to come in and cover for that day and everything. Instead of him just being okay with it like normal, like any other time, he decided that he needed to uh, ask his higher ups if I was allowed to do that. That was an immediate red flag for me uh, because I had obviously just explained what the day meant And why would you question me if I'm telling you that it's important to my community? Um, So long story short, I ended up having to have uh, two different meetings, uh, one with with an HR representative and another with uh, Preston's direct boss. So Preston's boss decided that it wasn't important enough for me to get the day off and I was combative with her about that. So I'm um, sorry, Preston is my district manager. So his boss decided that it wasn't important enough. So I wasn't going to take no for an answer. So I went to somebody else. The somebody else that I went to was the HR representative. Her name's Eugenia. She is a black woman and she's also a coon. Let me explain. This woman, they thought that she would be able to tell me that I can't have the day off because she's black. And if another black person is telling me that it's not important enough, then I have to just understand that. Obviously, I'm not that type of bitch. I made sure to educate her also as to why it was important for me to get the day off as well as my employee. Uh, Long story short, the only reason she agreed to me getting the day off as well as my employee was because um, I ended up having to throw Preston under the bus for some shit. Uh, They were trying to say that bottom line, I couldn't get the day off because people from different stores couldn't work in other locations during COVID because it was uh, unsanitary or unsafe or whatever. Mind you, my direct manager had just previously asked me to train a different manager in my location and then proceed to go to her store and train her there as well. So I knew that there were exceptions to this rule that she was trying to bullshit me with. And um, I let that out. You know, I'm like, you know, if, if that's the case, then why can we make an exception for me to train a manager? And Preston had to basically explain himself with that. And that was the reason why I ended up getting the day off. They had to agree to that because, yes, they obviously have made exceptions. And my situation was way more important than what his was. So the exception had to be made for me as well. Flash forward to um, Saturday. This uh, past Saturday. So... On Saturday, um, I had left work, and mind you, I've had my Black History Month stuff up 
for the entire month since day one. And um, Preston had to drop off some updated COVID merchandise on Saturday, and I had already left my store for the day. He noticed that I had a Black History Month. Um, oh my gosh, <laughs> my cat is acting retarded. He noticed that I had a Black History Month poster up in my window and he didn't appreciate it. So he took a picture of it, sent it to his manager, and she decided to call me and tell me that I had to take it down. At the time, I wasn't aware that it was Preston who actually complained about it to her. Um, I just thought that she it had just been brought to her attention, which is what she said. It was brought to her attention that I had some unauthorized signage up in my window. And per Victra policy, I'm not allowed to have any handwritten signs or anything plastered on the windows or on the walls or anything like that. Um, which it is policy that I can't do that. But uh, for something as serious as this, when we have, you know, merchandise for Valentine's Day, we have merchandise for Halloween, we have merchandise for literally every stupid ass holiday you could think of. But Black History Month, there's nothing. So I was combative, obviously, I wasn't going to let that go without a fight. And they ended up basically telling me that I had to take it down. So I decided that if they were going to blame, you know, me having this Black History Month poster up, if they were going to blame Verizon and say that per Verizon policy, I can't have uh, things posted on my window, I decided to contact Verizon myself to see if that was an issue. The Verizon lady I spoke with basically said, you know, I'm, I'm surprised they're even going down this, uh, this slope with you, but um, I'm going to try to get your sign approved. And in the meantime, I'm going to look for something that you can put up in its place, yada, yada, whatever. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to keep this up until you guys replace it with something because we need to have something. So fast forward to today. I... Uh, had texted Janine earlier. Janine is my regional manager, the one who called and said that I needed to take the sign down. Um, I texted her and let her know that I was aware that it was uh, Preston who brought it to her attention that I had my sign up and that I was concerned with the fact that instead of them viewing that as a red flag, they decided to just immediately call me and tell me to take it down instead of trying to make an exception for the rule because obviously this is something that's important. Black people deserve representation. Representation matters and we deserve to see it no matter what setting we're in, you know? Um, I don't care if I work with 1,500 white people and I'm the only black person, we better have some goddamn representation up here, you know? Uh, America was built on our backs my people's backs. I can trace my lineage back to uh, slavery. So, you know, my people built this. And the fact that it's, it's uncommon to have some sort of representation for black people in a corporate setting, it's just wrong to me. Um, so I let her know how I felt about that. She didn't text me back. She decided to email me and basically let me know that per policy, I got to take it down. She basically didn't give a fuck about what I was talking about. So 
I emailed her back and I basically said exactly what I said before. I know exactly who told you about my sign and I know that it wasn't about the policy. It was about what my sign represented and that's what upset my manager. And not to mention, um, I've complained and been vocal about our racial history plenty of times uh, to plenty of different people. And for some reason, it seems to just go under the radar. It seems to just get unnoticed, get ignored, and I'm told to just let it go. So I let her know that it was crazy to me that instead of seeing that as a red flag, him saying that it was a problem, they decided to come to me and tell me to take it down. So instead of emailing me back, she decided she was going to have my HR representative basically reach out to me. And uh, so she calls me and he's on three-way with her. And they proceed to tell me that they don't expect me to understand his exact words. The HR vice president of HR, Adam is his name, white man. He decided to tell me he doesn't expect me to understand um, that business-wise, we can't have handmade signs put up. And I let him know that I understand perfectly fine. However, I also understand that there are exceptions to different rules that we have. And for some reason, it never seems to be important enough to make an exception in my case, especially with racial situations like this. And that is when it's the most imperative to make exceptions. Because at the end of the day, Verizon shares things all day long on Facebook and uh, LinkedIn and Twitter and Instagram and shit like that about how they stand in solidarity with the black community. Oh, black community this, black community that, because it's a fad right now. It's a um, it's something that all companies are doing just to look good, you know, just to pretend that they're on our side about certain things. But then when it comes down to it, something as simple as a sign that says Black History Month, I can't have that up in my window. But you guys stand with the Black community, right? Or wrong. So I brought that up to him. And he basically shut that down by saying, uh, you know, we're, I, I, uh, you tell us all the time that you feel unheard or that you feel like nobody wants to help you. And this is us helping you right now. So I had to let him know, like, um, no, you're not helping me. This is not you helping me. This is something that our company should be doing, period. This is something that I should not have to bring up to you. I shouldn't have to tell you guys to advertise anything for Black History Month. I shouldn't have to tell you guys to acknowledge us. You employ black people. You quote unquote stand with the black community. Why is it so difficult to get a sign approved? Why is it so difficult to even get some approved signage? If mine can't be approved, why not get something to put in its place? He kept finding different reasons why I shouldn't keep it up and all this and that. And eventually I had to, they just kept bringing it back to policy, you know, and I had to make a decision. If I'm going to leave it up, I'm going to get fired. If I take it down, I run the risk of nothing changing. But if I get fired, then nothing will definitely change because if I'm not here in this company, I am basically speaking for black people in this company. And if I'm no longer here, then who the fuck is going to do it? So I kind of just have to deal with these different things that I go through in this company just to, you know, move us ahead. And it's just really stressful. I, uh, 
I smoked a, a damn black and mild today and I haven't smoked in months. I, I called myself quitting and I was so stressed out today that I went and got a black mild after work because I had to take my Black History Month sign down. And it seems so minuscule, but to me, it just represents the struggle, you know, the black plight in corporate America. It's um, it's difficult for me to for me to articulate my feelings about my job because, you know, one on the one hand, this job pays my bills. You know, I don't have any backup. I don't um, have any degrees or anything like that. So, this job, my seniority in this company, um, my name is all I have. And this is how I live. I don't have a a husband. I don't have any kids. I don't have any government assistance. I don't get shit. I literally live off of my job. And it's unfortunate that there are certain things that I have to go through just to stay in my position and certain things that I have to overlook. Um, I didn't in the least touch on the different things that I've gone through at my job and I could probably talk for a good three or four hours just trying to touch on the different things that I've been through um, you know in Best Buy and Verizon and at the end of the day I still believe that I can change things I still believe that I can make a difference, that I can make it better for the next black person who dares to work in a corporate setting, you know? I still believe I can educate the different racist customers that come and see me on a daily basis, and I have, you know? I have educated. There have been people who I've actually reached, and I... I'm appreciative of that. I'm appreciative of the people that I am able to educate, whether it's my higher-ups or not. And I do believe that I can eventually change some shit in in this retail setting. Um, it's hard. It's stressful. Um, there are days that I literally don't eat <laughs> because... I'm the type of person who, uh, if I get upset enough, I lose my appetite, you know? And today was definitely one of those days. I ate, I think, like a salad earlier, but that's uh, besides the point. Um, I think talking about it and expressing your feelings and emotions towards it definitely helps. it definitely lessens the blow a little bit when you have people who understand what you go through. And for me, I don't have that in um, in my work setting. Uh, all the people that I work with are white. Uh, there's one black man that I work with who's new and he's more of a soft-spoken guy, you know, who they typically, if they hire a black person, it's typically a softer-spoken person, someone who is not that controversial because they don't want situations like this. They don't want people in their company like me, 
people who are outspoken, people who want to get shit changed, want to get shit done, and want to make shit more inclusive for everybody who works there, not only the white people. Um, I'm not sure if I, you know... I'm really not sure what I expected the outcome of this specific podcast to be because, or this episode to be. My other two episodes have been more of, you know, ways to change certain things. This one was more of a a rant, if you will. I just really needed to get some things off my chest. And I do feel a little bit better now that I've been able to talk about it. Um, I did end up taking my sign down because uh, had I not, it would have been my last day at work today. And I also, though, threatened them with, you know, lawsuits and whatnot if they weren't able to replace my sign with something by the end of Black History Month. Uh, I don't plan on my storefront being completely empty for the rest of the month, and if it is... I've already let them know that there will be hell to pay. Uh, They have not heard the last from me. And just because they may feel like they won by me taking my sign down, I have some shit up my sleeve. I've already been in contact with the NAACP. Um, I haven't been able to actually talk to them yet, but I've left them a few voicemails and plan on calling them a few more times if I don't hear a response tomorrow. But, um, you know, I'm making steps. I am, uh, I've reached out to the CEO of Verizon, uh, to try to understand why we don't have anything to represent the black community, even though we quote unquote stand in solidarity with the black community. Um, so I've made a few steps, you know, I've, uh, I've taken a few strides and I definitely believe that. Eventually, I will be able to make the company that I work for more inclusive for everybody. And it just takes time, you know. I I definitely think I'll be able to get it done. But uh, as of right now, it just feels good to talk about it. So that was my rant. I think I am good to sign off. And... I will let you guys know when I have more content. Thanks for listening. And as always, I just want to leave this with you guys knowing how beautiful and resilient our blackness is. We are dope. And... Still we rise. Good night, y'all.